Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. More V-Show with Bob Valvano is now right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Guess the seat, want to? Guess the seat? Yeah. All right, how do we play guess the seat? All right, here's the plane we're going to be on. It's uh, 26 rows. The last three rows are unoccupied. I'm in the very last row by myself. Everybody's got their own row. So I've got I've got row 23. Paul Rogers has 22, just to give you an idea. Um, but now if you go up to the front, okay, there are three first-class rows, and then they start with three across. So everybody gets their own seat, so nobody's crowded. All right, let's go in row, row number one. Okay, now in the front, they, they each have a seat. So there's, there's, there's uh, I'll, I'll make it make the game simpler for you, okay? I'm going to give you the name of the person, of the coach, and you tell me what row you think he's in. So you got to decide if you think they're in first class or not. And, uh, and then, as you'll find out here soon enough, you'll see a trend emerging, so you'll probably do better. But let's start with the head man, Kenny Payne, row one, two, or three. Where do you think Kenny is? Probably one. Nope, row three. You're over one. Okay. Across the aisle from him, on row three, who, which, which coach do you think is there? Is it Jameson Smith, Danny Manning, or Milt Wagner? No one. Nope, Danny Manning, row for two. Dang. All right, now we go up to the front. On the right side of the plane, as it's flying, you've got two coaches sitting in that row. Um, the ones that are left are eligible for naming are Milt Wagner, Josh Jamison, Nolan Smith, and Reese Gaines, which give me one of those two. You got a 50-50 chance here. One of those two. Uh, Nolan. Nolan is correct. Nolan's, Nolan's in row one. All right. And who's his row mate in first class up there? Is it Josh, Milt, or Reese? Good, Josh. No, Reese. Good try, though. Good, hey. good run. Now let's get to the players. This this is going to be damned entertaining. We're starting in row four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and uh, that's it. Nine for players. So there's five rows of players. Okay. okay. Very, very hard at the beginning because you got ten guys to pick from. Give me one of the two guys in the front. Uh, seats there. Now you should think about this though, because I'm trying to think like you know seniority leader. Yeah, see that's that's good. You're on the right track. Who who, who would you who would you put up there then? Sky. No. Mike James. Mike James is one. And if you're thinking seniority, who's who's across the aisle from him? Do you think? Um, Brandon. Brandon. Now you're on a roll. Beautiful. All right. Now though, it gets dicey. <laughs> that was just saying, it's like I don't know. Yeah, now you're just stabbing around in the dark. Uh, take a stab. Take a stab. Scott. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll handicap you one here. This is how we'll play it. You give me a guy. I'll tell you what row he's in, and you see if you can tell me who the other guy in that row is. Oh, oh that's... okay. Okay, I like that. All right. Um, all right. How about Sky? Sky is actually in row eight. Who's across the aisle from him? Trey. No. <sighs> Trey's in row seven. Close. You're close. All right. Um, so now we're looking for two guys across the aisle from Trey and Sky. Okay. Across from Trey, Caleb. Caleb. Uh, nope. Nope. Caleb's up in row five. Um, hmm. 
All right, across from... It's like match game. If you can... Now you're just trying to match either Caleb Glenn or Trey White or Sky Clark. Yeah, really. Um, all right, across from Sky, is that Caleb? No. No, Caleb and Trey... Caleb, Trey, and Sky are all on the left side of the plane. So now we're trying to get the guys across the aisle from them. All right. Um, let's see here. How about D'Lo? D'Lo would is be... From, <laughs> is he across from Caleb? No, he is across the aisle, but he's not across from any of those three guys. Oh there's God. only one more guy on that side. No, there's two more guys on the left side of the plane. And uh, you, you get... So the left side of the plane is Caleb, then you're missing a guy, you're missing a guy, then Trey and Sky. On the right side, you don't have any except uh, D'Lo, who's the third one in. And then, so you're missing the guy in uh, in the, the the second one, the third one, the uh, fifth one, and the sixth one. All right, uh, Tyler. Tyler is opposite from Emmanuel Okorafor because it's amazing. It's the only one that you didn't that uh, of the whole list. You didn't say Emmanuel Okorafor though, but you at least got him on the right side of the plane. All right, so so, so Manny is across from Tyler. Tyler. All right, so Dilo is across from. Curtis Williams. No. Curtis Williams is on the right side of the plane also. D'Lo's a... You're really not... It's pure luck, but you're I getting know, no luck terrible. here. terrible. Yeah, it's D'Lo is across from Hersey Miller, who every time I see his name, I want to call him Henry Miller, the writer, but I know he's not. It's Hersey Miller. So the left side of the plane in order is Mike James, Caleb Glenn, Manny Okorafor, Hersey Miller, Trey White, Sky Clark, and the right side is Brandon Huntley Hatfield. You're missing the guy who's behind him. Then Tyler Johnson, D'Lo, Curtis Williams, and then you're missing another guy hmm. who's not playing, but he's still traveling with us. Oh, J.J. JJ's opposite Sky Clark. The guy opposite Caleb is Zan. Alexander Payne. Zan Alexander Payne. Payne. There you go. Payne. There you go. There you go. So that was not your best stoplight challenge, but that one was pure luck. That was absolute pure luck, and I cannot get any of them. You weren't very lucky. I was not very lucky. It's just that simple. Story of my life. Yeah. That's that. All right. We're going to have a, a uh, menage a montage, and I hope we have that part. One of them is one of the things we talked about. I don't want to tip it. The thing we talked about, you and I, yesterday, is that part of this thing? Um, the 38 to 3, 38 to 2, I mean, uh, thing. Oh, God. The so- oh, shoot. No, I forgot to put that in there. Damn it. I know. I forgot to put But that's okay. That could be a whole segment in of itself. All right. Uh, well, yeah, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll talk about wait, it later. Wait, but no, I, no, 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 no. Let me see if I can track it down right now because that's definitely worthy of something. It's an amazing story, I think. And and I, I, I do think that um, it would be fun to have something like that here. Uh, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, they, I'm going to tell everybody what it is. I'm just going to tell everybody. Don't bother. It is... It is the, in the English soccer, they have a thing called the FA Cup, and it, it's hard to describe if you're not familiar with it. It's open to everybody. I mean, like, like for example, this may be a tiny bit of an exaggeration, but not much. If you go to Iceland, there is a team sponsored by the, the, the Bar Saints, and there's one uh, sponsored by... Um, Oh, I don't know. Pick somebody else who's got one. I don't even. I can't even think of another one there. But the point is, it would be a competition like imagine that they started playing uh, a hockey competition where all these kind of teams played against each other, and then if you would won, you advanced, and you you went your way up. Then maybe a couple of runs, rounds down the road, they play a team from the ECHL. And then if you beat them, eventually you get to the point where you would be playing National Hockey League teams. You might have to win like five games to do it, but you could do it. You could you could do it. And, and the teams that are, you know, like the NHL teams would get buys in this thing through like the first four or five rounds. They're not going to make, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks be playing, uh, you know, in the early rounds against the team from, you know, some bar. But 
it's open to everybody and these are soccer clubs teams over there and there are some teams that aren't even like affiliated with leagues it would be like I'm trying to make an analogy when I say they're not affiliated it would be like you know college basketball would be open to all the division one teams and the division two teams and the division three teams and the junior colleges and the uh, prep schools and uh, um, high schools maybe for example and and, you know you teams no, not even them, because those are like really star teams. I mean, these are like these would be open to like my high school, Seaford High School. Good job. Oh, in it's there. like a CYO team. And play, yeah, CYO. That's a good analogy. That's a better analogy. CYO teams could play, and so they play, and 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 so the, like teams like that are not really even affiliated with a league. They're just you know, they're they're, they're teams. And so there's this team that is a non-league team. They're not even part of because English soccer's got the Premier League is you know the top top. Then the next one is the Championship League, which is still pretty good. If you get relegated from the Premier League, you come down to that level, and then you could play your way back up. So it, you know they those are the those are the best teams in the country and then they go down i think they have divisions too i'm not as well versed as i should be i think they have a division one and division two and i don't know first division second division whatever and that goes all the way down well this team is not even in any of those divisions and they've won i guess four matches already they won three matches so they got a chance and the beauty of this is there's no seeding you just they just other than the powerful teams get buys early you know the the premier league teams but after that man it's pot luck and so some years you'll get like a you know a, a, a you'll get a, um manchester city playing at some you know level four team or something in a, in a small stadium and and they like that the guys you, you i've seen them interviewed but they said they like it more when it's the other way around the thought for them to go get a chance to play you know at anfield or somewhere these prestigious stadiums that they could only dream of playing you know it, as much as if you got your local uh, jewish community center team if you could get the knicks to come play here that would be kind of cool but you probably would rather go play madison square garden well, that's what this is like. Well, this team, I don't even know their name, is for, is a non-league team. And they've won their first three games. So now they had a chance to play. Okay. All right. I'll, you could have said anything. I have no idea. They they played uh, Ipswich, right? Is, it was Ipswich, isn't it? Yep, Ipswich Town. Yeah, because I I went to I've been to England I've been to Ipswich I used to go I used to go to a convention there every year, and uh, and they have a pretty big stadium and they've uh, I, they were in the Premier League at one point they're not now I think they're in the Championship League, but they went to play Ipswich, and they played them and the match was, they got. Uh, Ipswich got this is for soccer you I hope you appreciate how ridiculous an amount of shots this is they took 38 shots <laughs> now s- soccer is different they weren't all shots on goal it's not like hockey a shot on goal they count a shot in hockey basically is just shots on goal which means if the goalie didn't save it it would have gone in this is not that's not how they do it in soccer there was some that went over the goal or around the goal but still 38 shots is a preposterous amount of shots and uh, the team that one what are they called again maidstone 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 united maidstone united got two shots (laughs) the whole match they got two shots and ipswich got 38 shots and maidstone won two to one the only two shots they took were goals and and the 38 shots ipswich got they only scored one and so maidstone is now in the fifth round of this so the jewish community center is they may not have beaten the knicks but they meet the they beat the main lobster claws or whatever the hell they're called from the G League you know that's the analogy (laughs) it's just I have some highlights here take a listen comes the corner kick Chapman's in there brilliant save from Lucas Kovalan magnificent stop still in there for Ipswich and the goalkeeper gets gloves on it against sixth tier National League South Maidstone United sixth tier in comes a header (laughs) and it needed dealing with by Lucas Kovalan third of the eight additional minutes this is Clark goalkeeper stays at home Taylor's header straight down his throat 
That's it was three. Uh, three well, uh, yeah, I didn't want to shortchange the goalkeeper. I mean, as an ex-goalie, I appreciate when they, when they give the goalie some love, and he did have a very good game. I mean, not all those thirty-eight shots were off target. He made a bunch of saves. You heard the one that they described was a good save. But as Ipswich, it is human nature. As they kept pressing and they couldn't score, they kept pressing up more and more, and that's how uh, Maiden formed the bra, whatever it is. They, they forgot their name. <laughs> Maidstone. Maidstone United. Maidstone scored. They got two counters. And I will say this. They were beautiful counters. Perfect ball and perfect distribution. It wound up the guy just going in on the goal. He didn't make a mistake. He took his time and put it right in. And uh, they got two goals. Two shots, two goals. Not a good day for the the Ipswich goalie. His save percentage was zero. But he didn't really have a chance to save anything. They were two clean breakaways on counterattacks as his team was pressed so far up. And as the game goes on and on and they're not scoring, you know they're pressing even more. So, uh, you know, they had opportunities. They headed ones over the goal. and uh, it's. But it's, that's a great story. They're sixth tier. <laughs> I don't even know how far. I didn't make an analogy with that here. It's just like Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, NAIA, Junior College, uh, Public High School. That's probably it. That's probably a good analogy. Yeah, just some public high school. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Wow. Uh, do you want to do a, 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 a legal ID and then do the uh, menage, or how do you want to play yeah, this? That's, or did you... that's a good idea. Let's All right. That. So here's here we are being legal. Here we are being legal. You're listening to Kentucky Anna's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 105.7 WHBE FM Eminence Frankfurt. All right. Menage time. Pitbull out of the timeout. Perkins who inbounded right sideline in front court. Fires it in for Timerson. Knocked it away. Got the steal. Races left to right to lay it in. First field goal for Lily Love. Gertrude will drill off the clock. Virginia continues their mastery over Lula. The Cavaliers have won nine in a row and 18 of the last 19. Lulebach's outscored them, believe it or not, 39 to 28 in the second half. But as we said, they were buried in the first half. It was 41 to 13. Lulebach falls to Virginia today, 69 to 52. Bard's penalty kill pretty ratcheted up. McDonough changes for number 23, Ty Morgan. Morgan comes on. He's got Costa. Oh, and a goal. great pass to Costa. And a shorty for the cards as Costa nets his second. This game is over. And you can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons. The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy. And they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. McCaffrey runs around. Purdy pressured. Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco! Ayuk! Ayuk! Ayuk is on fire! Pavlovich Navich launches a pass to Shin. Shin, a partial break. Shoots! Baseline shot. Oh, my goodness. In and out. Duran rebound. Scores and got fouled. Jalen Duran. has it right point. Hughes. Left wing for Besser. Around Johnson trying to drive the goal. Besser in front for Pedersen. He scores! Here it is for the game. LeBron with the game tied at 144. Free throw. Good. One second left.
Do the Warriors have a miracle? Pajemski into Steph, 80-footer. No good, and the Lakers win an absolute thriller. So Sam Reinhardt takes over go? at center. The third shooter for the Panthers. Reinhardt maneuvers in near circle front of the net. Shot, he scores! Sam Reinhardt! And the Panthers get it done in the shootout tonight. There you go. Pretty action-packed. I think I lost Pops. So we'll take a bottom of the hour break and we'll get Pops connected. They're top of the hour break. We'll get Pops reconnected. And uh, yeah, we'll do a little conference call. Be an action packed uh, final hour here at the new show on, uh, on a Monday. Final hour on a Monday. Uh, you're listening to ESPN 680 1057. This is Grizz, by the way. I love this song. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. Sorry about that. We, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, mechanical. It's just uh, technology, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes that happens. So but we figured it out. We solved it. And now we're we're ready to go. You hearing me okay? Hey, you sound great. Okay, good. All right. Um... So in the menage, we heard a couple. First of all, I forgot to ask you, how did the hockey game go? Did the Cards win? Cards won emphatically. They beat uh, Bowling Green State eight to two on Friday. Wow. Then won four to one on um, Saturday. Cam Costa had a Texas hat trick, four goals, including a shorthanded goal. Nice, um, yeah, to help uh, the Cards win on uh, Friday. Cards were without their line one center, Dalton Carl. So uh, they had to rearrange some things. But uh, they basically need to finish out the season, um, the regular season against Xavier uh, this upcoming weekend um, to have a chance at regionals because they they do play in the T. They have the conference tournament coming up in two weeks. Going to be a tall task to win that thing. It's a loaded, loaded conference. But um, if they can finish the season – Ranked in the top twelve in the region, they'll make it to regionals, and they are. Well, wish them luck. That's a good, that's a good right weekend. Now, so. Which game did you have? The four goal game or the eight goal game? Eight goal game. Lots of goals. Oh, yeah, it was fun. You 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 had to yell goal over and over. I did and over and over. I've got to work on my goal call a little bit, and it's, it's kind of hard right. to see sometimes, you know, from our vantage point. But you know, they don't, don't they have a red light guy? They got no red light. We guy? don't have a red light guy, so usually I'm saying it right before the you know goes off. So, uh, oh, but. Man. Sully and I are getting the hang of it, and they're you know it's it's been a lot of fun. So you very have a red light guy, gotta have a red light guy. Well, yeah, we, we, you know, there's there's a lot of things that we could add to the rink that'd be nice to have, including a red um, light guy. Uh, we also had uh, the card women winning again, right? Yep, took care of business against Pittsburgh. So he's rolling, and Jeff Walsh show comes your way tonight, so you won't want to miss that. Um, what else did we hear there? We heard poor Paul Rogers, uh, somewhat sad call at the end of the Virginia game, but they did outscore him pretty big in the second half. But it was, I'm not trying to be rude, but it was kind of meaningless. I mean, the game was 
down 30 in the first half is not a good thing. Um, we heard about the tennis. The Italian player came back from two sets down. Sinner? Is that how you say his name? I guess. It's spelled Sinner. I don't know how you pronounce it. I didn't watch it, to be honest. But no, no, no. certainly not a very Italian-sounding name. No. Sine? I, I don't know how you're supposed to say it. But, yeah. No, so he, he got the job done. That was good. His first major, I believe. Yeah. Good for the Paisan. And he was uh, down two sets to none, came all the way back and won that over Medvedev, whose name I can say. And then uh, the the woman defended her championship, right? Wasn't it? Sabalenka, wasn't she the defending champion? I thought she was. I believe where's, so, yeah. Where's, where's Drew when we need him? I think that's right. Um, so we had that. What else did we have in the menage? Oh, you had the the, the, the LeBron-Steph uh, Curry game, right? Was that in there? I thought I saw that in um, there. Yep, yep. LeBron, um, stupid stat line. What did he have, like 38, 20, and 13 or something like that? It's amazing. You know, the guy... He's 40, or at the, yeah, almost 40, 39 years old. You don't have to like him, but he is. He works at his craft. He really does. This uh, really is a very amazing player at this stage in uh, in his life. And um, thirty six, twenty boards, and twelve assists. Incredible. Sounds like a, a, a forty eight minutes of play. Absolutely yeah. spectacular. Remarkable. Uh, good news that apparently the, the Knicks, who could use some good news, look like they're hitting their stride a little bit, and then Randall gets hurt. And But the news today is um, that it's optimistic that it's not going to – they were afraid he might be lost for the rest of the year. But he's uh, it's evidently not as bad as they first feared, so that's a good thing for the Knicks. Um, what else did we have in that menage? I'm trying to remember. Um, some hockey stuff. I believe there was a Jack Hughes goal for uh, the Devils, their young star, getting the job done. Um, Shin for the uh, the uh, Braden Shin, um, I believe is his name, um, getting the overtime winner for uh, the Blues. Um, some chesty calls from um, – the uh, the play-by-play for the Chiefs and Niners. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up. You, you don't need to do that. You really don't. I mean, you know what? You're happy. Celebrate it with your fans and shut up already. I mean, the whole world wasn't uh, picking against your team or hating your team. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Like, the announcer's got to get his back up. Just celebrate it. Yay, you won. Yay for us. But now he's going to tell off the whole world, evidently. I mean, what were they? Were they under? They were three, three point underdogs, right? Is that what they were? I, I believe so. I believe it. Oh, wow. That does, like the Jets, okay, you could play that card in the th- Super Bowl three. They were 18-point underdogs. All right. You can say, boy, nobody's going to – three-point underdogs? Sounds like people are giving you a chance anyway. I mean, so just a little bit over the top there. Sorry. I, I, I didn't dig that. Uh, you know, that's not Paul's style. I'm glad for that because – I don't like that. You know, you celebrate. Yay, you've got your fans. They're listening. They're happy. Yay, you don't have to turn it into a, a brawl. I this mean, game is over, and you can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons. The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy, and they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. Really? At the start of that, really? Did you need that? It's not WWE. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You cannot share your recipes with the Chiefs. You can go by Chiefs Stadium and take selfies that look ugly. You can. What are you talking about? Shut up already. Sorry. That's just. I can't stand that. I really can't. You know, if you want to get animated, fine. We're going. You're taking the Lamar Hunt Trophy to to Las Vegas, baby. Fine. But it's like the whole world was against your team. Yeah, if the whole world's against your team, explain to me how I can't turn the TV on without seeing a commercial with Andy Reid and with uh, uh, Mahomes. He sponsors everything now. He's in every commercial out there. And Kelsey. And I mean, come on, stop. It's just so stupid. I hate that. Every, yeah, and that's the thing in the locker room now, too. The first thing a guy's got to say, well, you know, all these people are doubting us. And I'm, I, I have the time I hear the guy say that, I'm saying, who, who exactly are you talking to? I was going to say, I mean, you were 10-point favorites on BetMGM. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? So, anyway. What about, right, what about this call? This one was also in there. McCaffrey runs around Purdy, pressured Purdy, throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco! Ayuk! Ayuk! Ayuk is on fire! 
I have no problem with that at all. That's guys celebrating, having fun. That's what the fans are thinking or saying to themselves. Not a problem. You know, it's just uh, if if they had, you know, instead of Ayuk, they had turned the first word into a room that words with truck, and they said that over and over again, then I would have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem with with that. I wouldn't like that. Then there would be the the play-by-play guys from Brooklyn, you know? (laughs) Hey, hey, Don. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, anyway. All right. Uh, You said we have a conference call. Do we not? Because the the rankings came out, and they're interesting. They're very interesting. Extremely interesting. Even though they don't mean anything. I know that. But... Boy, uh, I, I think we can even. I don't know. You want to? Do you have uh, highlights, uh, and then we'll go back to that, or yeah, no, you want me to just? No, we could do a conference call. Give me one sec to queue it up. We gonna have the phone call. Gonna have the phone ring. It's gonna be exciting. Hello. 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 Do you know who the people are saying hello? Is it the Three Stooges? It is the Three Stooges. Hey, look at me. Yay. Very good. All right, here are the rankings, such as they are. Although, no, you want to do the games first. Do the games, and we'll come back to the rankings. Okay, let's do that. So, um, uh, you'll have to read it, because I don't have it. So, you can do it, and then I'll react to the the play-by-play. All right, so starting off in the ACC, the call by David Shumate from Learfield as Tyrese Proctor hits the game-winning free throws, giving number 12 Duke a 72-70 win over Clemson. The sophomore from Australia, Tyrese Proctor, sends it on the way. Got it! Duke has the lead. 72-71, no timeouts for Clemson. Gerard on the baseline, launches down court. Mitchell going to get a hand on it. It's over! And the Blue Devils have stolen it at Cameron! Yeah, stolen is the operative word, and that's Joe Gerard lost his Joseph Gerard lost his mind. I mean, he had to be restrained from going after the officials. Good thing they did, or you wouldn't probably see him for another month or so. Um, uh, but Clemson, they it was a foul. It was a t- tough call on the foul. It was not a. It was tough, and the kid did. They were down seventy-one seventy. He had to go to the line and make both, and he did. Um, and. Uh, um, and so do, and then the last play, their guy kind of got hit pretty hard, and there was no call, and so that's why they were pissed off. But I, I feel for Louisville because they are going to get a Clemson team. Well, I guess you can look at it another way. Maybe they'll have a hangover, but they're going to be pissed off. <laughs> they're going to be coming back home, and they are going to be really mad because this would have been a very big win for them. Uh, but they go down 72-71. Miami beat Pitt at home by four. I had the Carolina FSU game. Carolina won by seven. Good game. FSU's pretty good. Leonard does a good job with that team. BC won at Notre Dame by three. You know about UVA taking care of business against Louisville. Virginia Tech, the one that got my attention, they beat Georgia Tech by 24. Not sure where that came from. Syracuse beat NC State by 12. Syracuse, the two teams that have been the surprises for me. Well, it's three, I guess, really. Florida State picked 11th, and they're in second place. Syracuse, he's done a good job there um, in Adrian Griffin in his first year. And then um, the uh, the um, uh, Georgia Tech team had been a surprise, but then Virginia Tech came and gave them a pretty good walloping. So I guess the two surprises are Syracuse and Florida State right now. But um, And BC's better than maybe some people thought also. But the, uh, the other two, definitely, as we take a look at the uh, ACC standings, Carolina's still unbeaten, 9-0. Uh, Duke is second along with uh, UVA. Well, no, Duke is alone in second place at 6-2. and two. UVA and Florida State tied at 6-3. and three. Wake is 5-3. and three. Syracuse, Miami, Virginia Tech, NC State all at 5-4. and four. Okay, next league. Heading to the Big Ten. The call by Rob Blackman. Florida Learfield is number two. Purdue beats Rutgers 68. Almost nice. 60. The Boilermakers are going to win this game at the Jersey Mike's Arena. Purdue 68, Rutgers 60. Good win on the road. All wins in conference are good wins on the road, and Purdue uh, gets it done by eight. The only that's the the one Sunday they do one like marquee Big Ten game on Sunday. The rest of the schedule was on Saturday, and uh, three home teams won. Uh, Northwestern, that's the eyebrow raiser. There took care of Ohio State by twenty five. They're for real. Chris Collins' team's playing some good basketball. Uh, Illinois uh, beat Indiana by eight at home and. 
And uh, Kevin Willard, 22-point win at home against Nebraska, 73-51. The road teams that won, Iowa beat Michigan by 10, and Minnesota won at Penn State by 9, which makes the standings in the Big Ten uh, not surprising. Uh, Purdue has eight wins, tied for the most wins in the league, but Wisconsin is actually a half game in first place. They're 8-1. and one. Illinois is 6-3, and three, tied with Northwestern. Uh, so you get some interesting teams up at the top there. Maryland and Nebraska tied at 5-5. Five and five. Those are the teams with winning records in the Big Ten. Where are you going next, Nikki Buster? All right. Next, we are heading um, to the SEC. The final call by Neil Price from Learfield as Mississippi State beats number eight Auburn. 64-58. Baker Mazar brings it up for Auburn. Two seconds left. He'll heave one from the left wing. No good. And you can wrap this one in maroon and white. State picks up its second win against a top 10 team inside the month of January. Yeah, uh, Bruce Pearl's team had uh, reached some lofty heights, and they're stumbling a little bit, but a good win for uh, Mississippi State. Low-scoring game, 64-58. The uh, home teams uh, had one, two, three, four, four wins of the games on the docket. The visiting teams were able to take care of business in three of the games. Two of those were not really surprising. Kentucky was one of them, taking on unranked Arkansas. They won by six. Tennessee, taking on unranked Vanderbilt. They won by 13. Uh, But the home teams that won, Florida put 102 on the board in overtime, beating Georgia. South Carolina beat Missouri 72-64. Alabama beat LSU 109-88. And uh, the other game, there were unranked teams. uh, Ole Miss one on the road at uh, A&M 71-68. So that means the standings, Alabama 6-1, and one, uh, Tennessee at 5-1, and one, South Carolina, Auburn, Kentucky, all at 5-2, and two, Ole Miss, Florida, Georgia at 4-3. and three. Those are the teams with winning records in the SEC, where it just means more. What else we got? It does, um, allegedly. Big, okay. Big 12, the call by Brian uh, Estridge from Learfield is TCU outlast Scott Drew and company, number 15 Baylor, in a 105-102 triple overtime thriller. Caught at the buzzer, three-pointer, doesn't go. Strategy work for Jamie Dixon. Horn Frogs hand Baylor their first loss here at Foster Pavilion in triple overtime. Yeah, busy day. Everybody in the Big 12 playing on Saturday. Uh, Houston continuing to roll. I'm looking forward to that matchup on Saturday at Kansas. 74-52, they beat Kansas State. Iowa State beat Kansas at home, 79-75. Texas Tech, one-point winner in a matchup of top 20 teams. They were 20. Oklahoma was 11, 85-84. Number 21, BYU beat Texas, 84-72. These are the rankings from last week, by the way. We'll give you the new rankings. TCU, the game you just heard 105 102 triple overtime at Baylor first game that Baylor's lost in their new arena and Cincinnati gets the win over UCF 68 to 57 all right so let's take a look shall we at the rankings because that is uh, interesting there's been a lot of shakeup and it's fun because it really doesn't mean anything other than it gives you an idea of how people are perceiving these teams. No change in the top five. UConn, number one. Purdue, number two. North Carolina, number three. Houston, number four. Tennessee, number five. But after that, Wisconsin jumped seven places to number six. Duke jumped five places to number seven. So those two with the biggest jumps, along with Marquette, who started the year with great fanfare. Then we started to say, what the hell's wrong with Marquette? And now they started to get it going again, and they've jumped up five spots. They're 15-5, and five, and they are ranked uh, number nine. I'm just doing the teams that climbed this week, and we'll look at the ones that went down. Iowa State, with the biggest leap of all, they were barely in the top 20, and they jumped all the way up to number 12 with an 11-spot leap. You beat Kansas. People pay attention. Uh, Creighton up four spots to number 13. Iowa State's number 12. Texas Tech went up five spots. They jumped up to number 15. Uh, the uh, University of New Mexico went up. That's um, that's Richard's team, right? Richard's doing great. Uh, 
They moved up. How many spots did they move up? Six spots. They're up to number 19. Uh, FAU went up two spots to number 20. And uh, Alabama now in the top 25. They went up two spots. And TCU getting in the top 25. The ones that dropped out, Memphis lost to UAB. They were 19. They're out. Colorado State was number 24. They've dropped out as well. The ones that dropped in the poll, Kansas lost at Iowa State. They only went down one spot, though. They're down to number 8. UK dropped four after their loss. They went down to number 10. Arizona went down to two spots to number 11. Um, Illinois went down four spots to number 14. Auburn, as I said, they've had a couple of um, disappointing results after they were up in the top 10. They've dropped now down to 16 at uh, dropped eight spots. Baylor, with their first loss at home since they had their new building, they dropped three spots to number 18. Dayton, uh, with a loss after they had been sailing high, they dropped down five spots to number 21. And the biggest drop of all, not even close, Oklahoma dropped 12 spots. They were just barely outside the top 10. Now they're just barely inside the top 25. They're at number 23. Uh, They dropped down uh, 12 spots to number 23. Teams that are just outside looking in, South Carolina would be number 26. They show you who's getting the votes. So they have 108 votes. And then San Diego State, Memphis, Northwestern, and Ole Miss. So um, the SEC looking pretty healthy. Interesting to me that the teams at the top, while they didn't change order, Carolina does not have one first-place vote. UConn's got 48. Purdue's got 14. Houston, who's behind Carolina, has one. And Carolina doesn't have any. And I'm telling you, they're as good as anybody right now. They're, they're, keep an eye on them. The question was, how tough are they? And I, I think they're tough. They, they've gotten – and their defense has just kicked it up some. Um, and uh, R.J. Davis is spectacular. Steve Forbes says he's not just the best guard in the SEC. He's the best player in the uh, ACC, rather. He's the best player in the ACC. And that's saying something. So they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But I don't have any objection to the teams at the top. UConn, we saw them in New York. They're very, very good and uh, and experienced and playing with a sense of urgency to defend their championship. Purdue, until they can make a deep March run, is going to always have doubters, but boy, they're good. And and Zach Eady gives them hmm, a rather formidable weapon, I would say. Um, Rick Barnes' team is in there in the top five, always lurking. They usually play very hard. They're tough. They play good defense usually. Um, They've been scoring some points, too, I'll tell you. So Tennessee will be a force to be right with haven't seen wisconsin at all but man they just quietly are just kicking ass and taking names there so they deserve that leap up there now at number seven uh, at number six rather so uh, they are putting together quite a run of late there's no question about that all right we are uh, now at the bottom of the hour we'll take a break and then we'll come back and do more radio with you here as we roll on on a monday on espn 680 tired of jumping from job to job How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. More V-Show with Bob Valvano is now, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057.
I hear him, but I don't know if he's there. Hmm. Hmm. Not sure where he went. Oh, I think I hear him. Is he there? I'm packing. I got to get out of here as soon as the show ends. I got to go pick up my scripts and then get to the airport. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, you're back. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Pops. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, how are you? Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What have we on the list that we didn't cover yet? Anything of, any, anything of note for you? Uh, I got a couple of texts wondering if Karan Davis is on the seating chart for the plane. The, what did you say? Is Karan Davis on the seating chart? No. He's not coming. Sorry. <laughs> He should though. He probably maybe he's in the stowaway. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. What other texts? You must have. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure you got some texts. So what do you got? Um, let's see here. Um, do you want a picture of the holiday green cleaners machine I was telling you about? Oh, it's good. <laughs> uh, four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Got a funny text from Louie. Um, this texter says. Um, Four three seven nine six eighty, UPS jobs text line. If you want to be part of the program, it's taking forever to load because, of course, I clicked on it. And there you go. That'll teach you. Still loading. It is still loading. Let's see if there's a couple I don't have to click on. Um, bad luck, Buffalo lost four straight Super Bowls. Um, Wow. They got to four straight Super Bowls. That's not easy to do, dude. Let's see here. Let's see here. Somebody. Wow. God, I'm, I'm going through. I'm counting all the happy birthdays. Oh, thank you. Someone thank said that they that a good nickname for Sully should be Sully Putty. Sully Putty. That's kind of well, good. I like that. I uh, like that. Um, Except that uh, there's a lot of adjectives for uh, Sully, but I'm not sure the synonym for silly would be you know that's one like he would be serious buddy i think yeah that's a good point let's see here that it's better he probably would like that better than the old spit bucket which was the original nickname we gave him (laughs) forgot about the old spit bucket uh this texter finally they loaded sorry this texter says that announcer just adds another reason to not like the chiefs enough of already yeah i was not 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 a fan of that call not even at all um, <laughs> uh, I mentioned Sully calls the games with me uh, for U of L. It's Patrick Sullivan, not Tim yeah. Sullivan. Should probably no. mention oh that. God, that would be that. I, we all we appreciate Sully very much, but that would be a bad fit for him. I think to do color hockey. Pro- yeah, I mean, he's a very versatile guy. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if that would be in his Ballywick for sure. Hmm. Um, let's see here, four three seven nine six eight UPS jobs text line. I, I'm determined to get this one text to load. There we go. Um, it was from earlier in the show. It was the first one okay. I clicked on. It said, uh, I just found out that a buddy that I went to high school with and hung out with in college was the guy that hit the pappy putt the other day. How about that? Oh, really? Yeah. So that's pretty wow. cool. Hope you stayed uh, in good enough contact with him. Maybe get a get a poor at Poor Pappy. Was that, did he putt, that wasn't a golf ball, was it? Didn't he putt like a tennis ball or something? I thought, I, I don't know, I thought it was a golf ball. I'll have to ask I Blank, was not, that's, that Blank puts I was, those on. I was not, uh, I left, you know, halftime comes and I went and got the, went to the restroom, went to get a cup of coffee and I could hear the roar go up when I got back. I said, what happened? And they said, guy made the full length putt for, I said, what did he win? He said, he won a bottle of Pappy. I said, oh. And then they showed the replay and they had the camera, you know, shooting through the hole so you'd see the ball coming and i was like that's not a golf ball that was way big i thought it was bigger than a golf ball it might might have been i don't know but he did it regardless yeah regardless bottle of pappy very impressive uh this texter says fans were yelling at taylor swift that she was ruining the nfl she responded i didn't do anything does travis kelsey retire after this season to shield swift from the psycho nfl fans uh, she hasn't done anything. It's true. I mean, it's not her fault that I can't help even people like me. I like her. And so I don't care. So they show her. Big deal. You know, eventually, if she's there enough, it won't be that big a deal. Like, eventually, you'll get used to it. But, I mean, it's the it's the little the little girls that lose, you know, completely lose their mind. Like, did you see the one video? The little girls maybe, 
I don't even think she's two. She she can't really talk in full sentences, and she says, "I I love football," and so she said, um, "Oh, you love football? Who? You know what what team do you would would you tell us what team you like to watch?" And she says, "No, thank you." So she says, "Oh, you know, if you don't know a team, who's your favorite player?" She says, "Taylor Swift." <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah, so she's a little confused about what's going on there, but. Yeah, no, I, I, hey, good for them. They're not hurting anybody. We got a lot. We got more serious. It's amazing how people just—I don't know what it is about. Do they just sit home? Are they independently wealthy, and they just scroll social media and make ridiculously stupid comments about things they know nothing? Which is why, by the way, I'm sorry, but I pr- probably should temper when I get fed up when I see people making comments on things quite honestly that are science related because I do believe in science and they've you know and they're spewing off stuff that makes no sense whatsoever but I shouldn't guess other than I think it's a little more serious than commenting on rules of games like for example there's a video and the guy the batter swings and he he fouls one like almost straight back but he get he swings so far under the ball that when it goes over the catcher's head and lands it's got so much backspin on it it comes all the way back into the field of play and comes in fair territory uh you know inside the foul line and the guy runs to first base correctly and he's called safe the first post Blatantly illegal umpires to call and of course then thank god he gets barraged with nine million people who tell him no, you dumbass. If nobody touches that ball in foul territory and it hasn't yet passed first base, it's still a live ball. And so when it spins back, it's fair and it's a single. But this guy mocking everybody has no idea what, it, what he's talking about. No no right. earthly idea about, about that. There was another one I saw today. Oh, oh, this kid. I don't know who he is. He's like a savant. I don't think he's five, maybe. And he takes a bowling ball, full-size bowling ball, and he runs up to the lane. And he, he, like everybody now, he uses two hands, but he's kind of throwing it. But he throws it, and he's making these ridiculous splits. He puts this crazy spin on it, and he's making shots that are damn near impossible. And I, who knows how many they had a video for him to actually do it. But the fact he's doing it at all, and the guy says... You know, illegally. He's going to ruin the lanes if he does that. And I'm thinking, come to our league on Friday. There are guys flinging the ball. Hell, your brother throws it. Your brother throws it halfway down the lane on a fly. I mean, it's it's so stupid. It's like very good bowlers have a. They even use that term. They have a loft on the ball. It determines how much hook you get, and depending on the lane condition, you change that. And this little kid, he's so small. Even if he literally threw it, it's not more than like a foot and a half off the ground because he's so tiny and guy just going on and on about and and my favorite is when the calm people because everybody then they get equally ag- animated and agitated you know telling him he doesn't know what he's talking about and the one guy said sir it's obvious you, you don't bowl do you because that's just a ridiculous statement i was like that's probably the way to handle it it's just let it go but but seriously who are they that they just have to go and 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 lick the sprinkles off everybody's cupcake that's their are they that miserable that i don't understand that that i don't get no i i don't, I don't get the sprinkle licking either I like because what what do you think the best case scenario was going to be there that everyone was going to be like oh thank you Mr. Boeing Savant 69 for posting that <laughs> and saving the credibility of our game oh like like what, what do you expect is yeah so that's kind of like I mean, showered it, with adulation that you you were well actually guy and you were also you weren't even well actually guy you were wrong <laughs> Yeah, and so the, why are we talking about this if you just joined us? Because it's the same thing about Taylor Swift. What is she doing? She goes to the game, she's dating the guy, and she cheers for him. I mean, that's what I assume all the other girlfriends and wives do. I hope anyway. I hope they're not. I hope like Mahomes' wife is not in there, you know, betting against the betting on the Ravens. Come on, Lamar. <laughs> I mean, just. I mean, so what? You throw the big triple deal? coverage. You just throw it down. Bet tickets. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, go Chiefs. Just, it's just, it seems crazy to me. I don't. She's what's she doing? It's so bad. But there there comes a point. There, there there've been studies about that. You know, that's what collectively we do. I guess as a society is we take somebody and we build them up and we cheer for them and then we put them on a pedestal and then once we've kind of looked around and seen that everybody's saying, oh, this person's great. Now we just figure out how to try and knock them down. 
I mean, that's just like a hobby, just something we do. I don't, uh, and yet there, there are some that like, I read, I love to read biographies, especially about people who have had interesting lives in any walk of life, whether they're athletes, politicians, showbiz people. This is truly one of the most bizarre showbiz lives, you know, very beautiful actress from another generation named Elizabeth Taylor, who, um, had a very unusual she was married and divorced i think six times before she was 30 now that's bizarre and yet there were there were um i'm reading about the book and there would be people you know just blasting her in the press and your know, home wrecker and this that and the other but then they she showed up at like a public event and um uh, there was another person in the room who was at, at about as innocent as you could be in this whole thing. And they were like booing her and cheering Liz Taylor. <laughs> like it's just, it's, there is some thought to the, the, the more, um, deplorable the behavior there is, there's, I guess I thought that was a kind of common occurrence when the anti-hero became celebrated. I thought that was like kind of a recent thing, but I guess it goes back because, they just, uh, and, and, you know, cheering like mad for, um, this, it's hard to make, to really make much of a case that what she was doing wasn't, I mean, she was having, carrying on with married men and, and they were getting divorced and then she was divorcing them and marrying somebody else. And, and it was just, it was not the most admirable behavior to the point where why you'd want to just go cheering like crazy so i guess that's something we've always had too i don't know whether people i really you know if i were not a doing this that would be interesting i think would be what is that called it's it's sociology or anthropology sociology yeah I think yeah, anthropology I mean, is the history of humans. Well, all of it, though. They got kind of, I'd like to, all of the yeah, social no. science. How do they all come together? Why have we emerged, evolved, developed, progressed to the certain, the, the, the behaviors that we have? I mean, um, I just, I don't, I don't completely get it. And I don't want to get into politics, but I just, it's just, it, it is very mystifying sometimes. I try very hard. I try and live like I analyze basketball games, which is, when the coach does something, I may not, you know, it's not my place to say, well, here's what I would do, even though I know there's some analysts that do that, because I'm not coaching a team. What do you care what I would do? I, I'm trying to tell you, here's why I think he's doing this. I went to practice. Okay, so I will do that sometimes, and I do that with politicians across the spectrum. You know, okay, well, this is why he's doing Let's see why he's doing that. What is his goal? And I, there are some I just I don't understand what their motivation can be to to do it i don't understand what they that but i guess that's why i'm not in politics because they they must somebody who knows more about politics than i must look at that i look at that and say god that seems like a awful thing to do but they they celebrate it and they must um, tell them that that's going to help you get elected which is seemingly the only thing that matters i guess so it's very weird very very very, but i don't know has it always been like that i guess it has politics has always been a dirty business i guess but um i don't i just i'm mystified by things i'm mystified by how mad we are that is that's the single biggest difference in my opinion yeah i agree with that everybody is pissed off and and has it and right is, at the surface that is a bipartisan thing by the way before oh absolutely starts accusing right. us of being libs the, no, the right left at gets the surface. so pissed off about things oh my god everybody just is mad and wants you to know they're mad and can't wait to tell you they're mad and and i mean you find when you find i try very hard to celebrate kindness give me an example I'm just going to tell you, the two best airlines, IMHO, are Southwest and Delta. I like both of them tremendously. Delta is very good. Uh, I get on the plane. So it's a pretty full plane, not a very big plane, coming from Atlanta here. It's one of the configurations where there's two seats on one side, three on the other. I'm on the side with two seats. I'm sitting in the aisle waiting. Nobody's come in yet. And this guy comes in. And he is a big boy. He's not fat, although he's not thin, but he's big. And he's got a child that is just about at the top end of the lap child age. And, of course, he's assigned to the seat next to me. So, I mean, it's going to be an uncomfortable flight. I don't care how short it is. The two of us alone would be uncomfortable. Now you throw a little junior in there. 
okay well the flight attendant sees it and she says i think there's a seat open in the back come back in the very last row if you don't mind the last row i said i don't care that's fine so i go and i'm sitting in the aisle seat in the last row on the side with the three seats which is and there's nobody in the center seat so this is spectacular uh Five minutes later or so, we st- the woman comes down the aisle, and she looks, and I said, what seat are you in? She said, 25C. That's what I'm in. I said, all right. I get up, and I stand. And now at this point, the flight attendant would well be within her rights to say, oh, I tried. Just, you know, off you go. She says, hang, just hang out here for a little bit. Hang out. And to the woman's credit, she goes, and I see her talking with the woman in the seat, and she said, how long is this flight? And it's a very short flight from Atlanta. She said, oh, that's fine. And so she gets up, and she goes, and she sits next to the guy. She's appreciably smaller than I am. So that she still didn't have to do that. She's very nice. But so the flight attendant comes back and says, here, you can, and so I sat there, and nobody next to me. I'm on the aisle. It was like having a first-class seat. It was great. So she, so um, I said, I just want to thank you for doing that. She said, well, she was act- actually a, a delta employee so i kind of played on her guilt a little bit <laughs> so i said well i don't know how you did it but and because i guess that's what they do these are people that are uh, the back rows i realized when i looked around they were all delta people that are flying for free i guess that's you know what they're doing but she still didn't have to do that she went above and beyond and uh, was extremely nice and um, and here i am talking about it on the air so be nice out there tip of the cap uh, there we go tip of the cap yeah. to the good people out there absolutely hey i'll see you tomorrow from south carolina you guys be safe and uh, have a happy my birthday, everybody. Talk happy, to you tomorrow. Happy birthday, Pops. Love you. Spring Street Barn.